Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. I should eat this xyz insert whatever healthy foods but i don't want to and i'm an adult so i don't have to welcome to real ww talk the podcast of three diverse friends candace aaron and ricky who are following the ww formerly weight watchers plan i'm the aaron part of the trio and each week we talk about our health journey on ww what we've learned what we struggled with and what our goals are for the coming week there's no hiding no trying to make ourselves better than we are it's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change on today's real ww talk eating veggies can be a struggle no question shoot even eating healthy as a struggle sometimes. But if you are someone who struggles with eating veggies and fruits and what you eat in private versus what you eat in front of others, you will find yourself in this conversation. Are you ready? Let's talk. Hello, hello. Welcome to another week and another Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies. Hey there. I'm going to go first this week because yeah. I called on Ricky the week before. And then Candace last week. And so we'll continue the circle. How about that? Gosh, darn it. Go, Aaron. Love I'm it. Doing it. <laughs> I weighed in this morning and I was up four pounds. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. that's a way to start it. <laughs> Next. Let me say something. <laughs> I, I was not expecting that. No. <laughs> Usually when people want to go first, it's like, I lost 10. She's like, I'm up four. (laughs) And you're smiling. (laughs) But I think you're a little delirious. (laughs) I think so. Because last week, remember, I I got on the skin. I'm like, I eat cucumber slices. And I was up, what, how many pounds? And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I worked my tail off. Well, I got on the scale on Sunday and I was down three pounds. And I'm like, I don't understand this. I actually, quote unquote, I lost weight, but something happened with my Saturday weigh-in. And what's making me laugh today is my Saturday weigh-in. And I got on, I was like, is this, what's going on here? Because I don't feel it. I tracked this week. I used all my points, including the, um, well, I didn't use my fit points, but I used my extra 42 weekly, right? But I used all the the points that WW gave me that still mean you're going to lose weight this week. And I didn't have sodium or any other excuses we, you know, we put out there. And I don't know. I get like, is my body changing? I maybe Saturday isn't the best weigh in day for me anymore. And I might need to change 
my weigh-in day. I can't wait to weigh myself tomorrow to see if I like lose five pounds. <laughs> yeah. I think that if you're not daily weighing, which I know that's a controversial thing, I think seeing it week to week, it's supposed to make you feel better. But like you, sometimes Saturday is the day that you have your gains and you're like, what is going on? What's happening? So I have a Bravo star for myself this morning because I'm like, it's, that's so ridiculous. I know that I did not gain four pounds this week because I have weighed myself this week and that wasn't even there. Mm -hmm. And also my Bravo star is for last week when I had to gain and I was like, this is ridiculous. I did not go eat. I did not go sabotage myself. I just kept plowing through doing what I was supposed to do. And this week was a little bit of a rest week for me because I had some other things going, but I paid attention to my food and I did squats this week. So my buns start looking (laughs) steelish. I mean, it's those 50 that I've done this week. (laughs) Well, that's what the four pounds are. It is. It's Mm -hmm. all from the squats. It's all (laughs) a muscle. (laughs) Not even close. Oh if you tried God. to bounce a quarter off my butt, it'd fall flat to the ground like me. Aaron, look, we're trying to give you something here. Just yeah. to, you got you got to you got to take it. No, I'm good, but I'm oh. hearing good things. Like I was really excited for you when you said because I remember when you talked about your gain last week, mm-hmm. and then you were like, "What is going on?" Mm-hmm. And normally, I think you deserve triple Bravo stars because yeah. that would normally be a time that. The self-sabotage really steps in mm-hmm. and it becomes an excuse. Yep. And you didn't do that. Six months ago, it for sure would have been. But I'm, yeah. we're mindsetting. Yeah, that's Thank a you. huge win, Erin. Yeah. Thank you. All right, who's next? Um, I'll go. I'm actually pretty proud of myself. One of the things I've been working on, and I know WW has been talking about it in a lot of the workshops, is routine and habits. And I've been making a concerted effort to do three things in the morning. No more, no less. I wake up, I drink a glass of water, I put on my shoes and I go on my bike. And and then after that, I have breakfast and I'm not calling it a healthy breakfast. I'm just, I have breakfast Yep. because I had gotten into a routine where I just was not doing anything in the morning. And it, it I find if I don't start my day off right, it affects the decisions I make as the day goes on. So I did that, not every day, but I did it four times this week. And I feel really good. Even this morning before we chatted, I was like, let me do 10 minutes on the bike. I just got on the bike and did 10 minutes. I said, who am I? What is going on? Where's my Bravo? Thank you. Wait, it's the Bravo shooting star for you. Like reading Rainbow or like the one on NBC. (laughs) Reading Rainbow, Rainbow, Rainbow. Wait, it's Bravo star, Bravo star. There you go. (laughs) The Bravo star needs its own theme song. (laughs) I'm just proud of it because that's something that I wanted to do and not make it a thing where I had to be perfect, but just because it made me feel good. And I'm down 1.8. Shut up. Yeah. Positives that you said, you know, just that not looking at perfection and saying, I have to do it a certain amount of times. And the fact that you did it this morning for 10 minutes and you're so proud of it, like, that's amazing. Like you, you chose to just do something just for yourself and that's a huge win and the breakfast too I know that was a challenge for you for a long time so making sure that you're 
prioritizing that. That is such a huge, so many wins. I'm so struck too about, you know, we talk about that perfection and, and we're trying to control so much of this journey, but look at what happens when you're controlling the journey mm-hmm. versus when you've relaxed, you've relaxed a little, it's more open hand, yeah right? Not every day. And you have a 1.8 loss and look at how happy and free you feel yeah. today by doing what you could. Yeah. Just <gasps> doing what I could and taking it a day at a time. And um, so I'm just trying to make sure that I, you know, celebrate myself because I don't do that either, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's something we've talked about that we all sometimes, sometimes we don't give ourselves that Bravo. I mean, we'll wait and we'll do it here, but throughout the week to say, that was great that you did that today. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And you had a really delicious looking breakfast because you posted that over in the Real WW Talk Facebook group. I did. The omelet with a little bit of fruit. You know, it's funny. I used to make that all the time, the spinach and onion omelet. And my grandmother, she for Mother's Day, she asked me to make her that omelet, right? Wow. She doesn't want gifts, no flowers. Make me that omelet that you do with the little spinach and the onion there. So... <laughs> But I don't know why I had stopped making it. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, let me just go ahead and do it. And then my son loves it. So now I feel like it's going to be on rotation. And it's like five points. I mean, look, you need to feed him. So you might as well just make enough for both of you. Mm -hmm. Because why is my son eating healthier than me? Like, this is the thing I didn't (laughs) understand. He has been, his diet is amazing. And I'm like, gosh, I wish I ate like Isaiah. Wait a second. (laughs) I feed Isaiah. Why can't I eat the things that he eats? She sent us this picture of like eggs and mango and this other thing. And she's like, I haven't had any. I'm like, you've literally just fed your child. Why didn't you just cut up the same amount for yourself? Like, it's too hard. It's too hard to make another scrambled egg. (laughs) But enough about me. (laughs) All right, Ricky, you're up. Um, so I had a, a good week overall. I was down, so I was happy with that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Down. I was more excited by my four pound gain than you were being down, and we need to rewrite. Yes, rewind. say it again. I was down point four. Yay! <laughs> Um, you know, I don't know that I even really deserve that, so I guess that's why I'm not celebrating. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. She didn't say only, Aaron. We have to. I didn't say only. Where she is? What I say? Um, I I still struggled with you know snacking and like picking up little snacks. It was first of all, it's Teacher Appreciation Week, so I knew that Chick Fil A was being provided on Thursday, so I planned for that. I also um, connected with an accountability partner who's been a part of our local WW. Um, community for a long time, but she's always gone to like the 11 o'clock meet or nine o'clock meetings. And we've always been in the early crew. So we've never really crossed paths, but I saw that she was in the Facebook group. And so I connected with her at work. So now, you know, she sent me a picture of all this candy that appeared on her desk from kids. 
And she she had a plan for it. She didn't want to get rid of it, but she was going to portion it out. And, you know, we just stayed accountable to each other. So I think that really helped. But I still had a challenge with with um, with snacking, with picking up snacks after work to, to go with my dinner like I need you know, a bag of chips to go with my dinner. <laughs> it's absurd, but um, I'm, I'm track them. No. <laughs> in her mind, in her heart, she tracked it. Okay. I want to, I want to reframe a little bit for you, if I may okay. reframe, yes. because when I hear point four, that's basically a half pound loss, mm-hmm. right? And if we lose a half a pound every week for a year, yeah. that's, 25 pounds essentially that we would lose at the end of a year if we have a half pound weight loss, Mm -hmm. right? So you've gotten yourself towards there. And while it may not have been the way that you would want to have a half pound loss this week in terms of tracking or where your mindset was, Mm -hmm. you still, as you've been working on your habits and, uh, you know, the mental space with this, you, subconsciously chose enough of the right things that got you to a half pound loss this week. Mm -hmm. So if you had consciously applied, it probably could have been doubled. Yeah. But the fact that it was subconsciously done that you've done enough where it's become that habit for you, Mm-hmm. that's pretty, to me, that's pretty amazing. And that's Bravo star worthy. Thank you. And I would also like to add that it is early in the day. So if you had to use the bathroom, it really was a pound and <laughs> one pound a week is 52 pounds a year. Yes. And really, if you weigh in after we finish chatting, <laughs> it could be a pound. It could be. You're right. You're right. <laughs> And I do have to say, I, I my exercise picked back up this week. Um, a, a friend challenged um, challenged me and, and another friend to to do um, like more activity on the Peloton. So I think that helped a lot. Um, just doing something every day again. Like I I didn't even hit snooze like as much as I used to because I was like, I'm gonna get it done today. There we go. See, now look, all of a sudden it's starting to turn more positive, yeah. isn't it? Because we made it not about the weight, but about our habits yeah. that we formed this week. And can we just say we appreciate you for being a teacher and all that you do for your yes. students? You, you know, if there's a week that you deserve a little more grace, I mean, thank you for all that you do. Mm-hmm. All in the week with all the snacks. That. Because come on, where everyone's celebrating you and giving you yeah. Chick fil A and stuff, and you did it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. And shout out to Melissa who yeah. is a part of that local WW group and has been your accountability partner. And can you talk about the, the forks? Yeah. We talked about it, what, last week? Yes. So I, I shared it on the podcast and I also posted on the group and I was, you know, getting ready for the morning at my computer and she just came in <laughs> with this box of forks because I had shared on the podcast that um, I was always forgetting to pack utensils. And then Mm -hmm. I remember halfway through my drive, there's not a lot around our school, but there is a Royal Farms. And I would be like, I I don't want to go in and like not buy anything. They're going to say something to me. And which I could have just, I could have ducked out. It it was an excuse to buy some candy or, you know, some pretzel roll. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I had gotten to this habit where, you know, I'd bring my breakfast, but then I would forget my spoon, utensil, whatever it was, and I'd stop and get it. So I shared that on the podcast that I was going to be more intentional about packing utensils. But 
Melissa, after listening to the podcast, um, she was very thoughtful and brought me a box. And it was, you know, it was such a thoughtful little gift. Like I, I just, my heart was very happy because not only was she, you know, hearing what you were saying, she was, you know, helping in my journey, that accountability is just so helpful. We got a Bravo star for change your life. (laughs) That's right. Bravo star for Melissa. (laughs) I, what I love about that too, is we always, I'll hear from people in Seed on Connect going, I wish I had an accountability partner. I wish, Mm -hmm. I I wish, I wish, I wish. And sometimes that wishing starts with you being at first Mm -hmm. and you making the first move. And we always wait for someone to do it for us. So if you're, if you see someone like Melissa did for Ricky, heard it's like, Mm -hmm. you know what? 99 cents for a box of forks. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, you know, do that for her. I think that's so beautiful. And those are the kinds of things that make the world go round to me. So it kind of really, it kind of reinforces that we're all in this together. We're all trying to figure this out and that's great. Yep. So Ricky, you had, you had an idea, something for us to talk about this. Yeah. So this week I was just thinking, and I don't even know what triggered the thought, but I was thinking about when my habits first started of um, like, not just eating in private or eating unhealthy foods in private, but, you know, just feeling the freedom of like, I'm an adult, I can eat what I want. And that, you know, not taking the accountability for like, yes, but I also need to eat healthy foods. Um, and I, I pinpointed for me a point when that started as being college, going away to college and not having those family meals where you sit down and you have, you know, your vegetables <laughs> with everything. Um, and I know like I'm, I'm unique. Not everyone has this aversion to vegetables. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, hold on. You're talking to Candace who we just got her to try zucchini. I was just trying to let you finish. Cause I was going to say, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know two out of three in this podcast, uh, <laughs> maybe have an aversion to vegetables. I don't know about our listeners. You guys are going to have to share with us if you're listening. Um, no, because we have Aaron who's like, I just added a little cauliflower. It's a little cauliflower to this, just to, just to bring out the taste and the zest. <laughs> you remember I was the raw vegan for like eight you months. Were. So yeah. And I was the pescatarian that didn't like vegetables. So. <laughs> that still blows my mind. <laughs> and I did Atkins and ate steak and cheese. <laughs> so, Ricky, do you find your you still find yourself struggling with like when you're by yourself? I do. That, that and is it like off? Like you go off the wall, or is it? Is it just I'm going to eat chicken nuggets and French fries? I, I think it's that I I not always going off the wall. It's like, well, I don't have I should eat this XYZ, insert whatever healthy foods, but I don't want to. And I'm an adult, so I don't have to. And nobody, you know, especially living, you know, I live with family now, but I will be living by myself again soon. <laughs> um, so knowing that I have dinner by myself, it's like, well, I should just microwave some some broccoli and, you know, have that with my meal, but you know what? I don't want to. So I'm choosing not to. And and that goes back to healthier choices and self-care and like, okay, well, this is something I should be doing to maintain healthy habits. But I think I still have that mindset of, you know, when I first started making those choices for myself of, you know, this is the first time I've been able to say to myself, no, like the going back to that whole, like, I, I can make the choice. I have the power to say no to something versus um, 
being told what I should have and should not. It's like a little bit of a rebellious thing that I feel like I never grew out of. You know, Ricky, for me, I the reason I'm really resonating with what you said is we had talked a few podcasts ago about kind of the sneak eating and the things that we had done. Like I grew up hiding food and doing different things. And my mom and dad, honestly, and, and the best, every parent wants your child to eat healthy and to do all of that. But I remember when I was younger, I was like, I can't wait till I get older because when I don't live here, I'm going to eat nothing but pizza. I was so excited to become an adult. <laughs> I'm going to eat nothing but pizza and cupcakes. And I have um, as soon as I get out of here. And mm-hmm. it was just like you, when I went to college, and and that actually happened. Mm-hmm. And I was out away from what I perceived to be judgment mm-hmm. and being able to do what what I could. I did. And mm-hmm. I put on most of my weight in college as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in reaction to it's like it's it's the rebelliousness against, you know, mm-hmm. the judgment. Cause I do it now even when I'm by myself. I when I don't feel judged, I just yeah. go to town. And something I think of too is how, at least in my household, how vegetables were prepared. And that's not like a knock or anything, but I think the way we cook foods is different. Like I, I just remember boiled Brussels sprouts. Have you ever had boiled peas? Brussels- yes, my mom, peas. my mom did the boiled Brussels sprouts. They were she terrible. Likes peas, like I, yeah. that whole thing. It's like I, I do appreciate vegetables now when I can roast them, when I can, you know, grill them and and cook them and 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 seasoning, like using more seasonings, not just butter and salt. Like that was my go-to for every vegetable, butter and salt, yeah. or like imitation butter and salt. So like, I think something that I have grown in is learning how to prepare those things in a way that I tolerate them more. Yeah. Vegetables definitely were punishment. I definitely mm-hmm. agree. It wasn't a, my mom used, I can't believe it's not butter. And <laughs> I, I believed that it was not butter. I knew it wasn't. And I knew it. And um, it made me not like, it made me feel like there, here's the best part of the plate. And then there's the punishment, that green stuff right there. That's what I am forced to eat. Mm-hmm. And so I never had a healthy relationship with vegetables because it always, like you said, was bland. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I don't believe you all when you say that things are good. I mean, lovingly, <laughs> I'm like, I've been duped for my whole life. <laughs> my mom said the same thing and then I tried it and it was very nasty. So, and you couldn't get up from the table till you finished it. So I, I, that and chicken liver, did you ever get forced to eat chicken liver? No. no, I'm going to have to let you have that one. I did not get chicken liver. <laughs> my whole my whole childhood is sounding like a punishment of like food. This is like all being hashed out now. But yeah, I mean, it was like, well, it's healthy. So eat it. And, you know, you have to. And I remember eating the chicken liver last, keeping it in my mouth. And saying, okay, I'm done. And then <laughs> going yeah. to the bathroom and and not like pur- purging it, but like just I was pocketing it. In yeah. My mouth. So. All right. So let me ask you this then, because it sounds like for you guys, which I understand because we had, I mean, we had the boiled Brussels sprouts and we had Mm -hmm. the, it was the can of the, like the peas and the carrots kind of a thing. Although my mom, basically if my mom didn't like it, we didn't eat it. So my mom was not going to eat anything she didn't want to eat. So there was no liver, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How do we take then food? Because what I'm hearing from both of you is that, that the vegetables were punishment. Mm Mm-hmm. How do we take vegetables out of punishment zone? Because they aren't, it's just, it's just the power that was ascribed to them early on. Yeah. Right. 
by our little childhood brains. And it wasn't always even necessarily around what we liked or didn't like. Sometimes it was just over control because we were being forced to do something. Yes. Yeah. It's that's an association. It's, it's so much an association that we made in our brains between the vegetables and the, uh, the command. <laughs> right. That's it. That's it. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to do it because they wanted me to do that. I did not want to eat it because they wanted me to eat it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so even now knowing that you, if there were boiled Brussels sprouts on a table or take your pick, right. You're an adult where you can get up from the table and walk away. There's mm-hmm. what is your mom going to do to you now? What are your mom and dad going to do to you now? Right. You have complete freedom. You know, they're going to shoot you a dirty look. You're never without your parents gaze on that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have complete, you have complete control now and, com- and complete choice on saying yes or no yeah. to what you want to do. I think reframing, like you were kind of saying earlier, reframing is important to the point where I need to, I know this is a healthy choice. So despite my previous association, I'm going to make that choice. I actually was printing out some things that are some like Peloton quotes, but this is, I'm putting it out because I'm going to frame it just for my area. But I, I feel like this is used with working out as a reminder. Unless you're right, this too. Yep. Go ahead. I don't have to, I get to, um, and reframing. Cause I think also living in a society that we live in first world country, like we, a, a lot of times can be very like spoiled. I'll, I'll claim that for myself of like, Hmm, I don't want to, I like, and I choose not to, I have that Liberty, but it's like, I don't have to, to worry about where my next meal is coming from. And even in this country, there's so many people who do have that that struggle. So I, you know, it is a very kind of elitist (laughs) thing to say, I don't want that. I'm going to throw this food away, or I'm going to let food rot in my fridge because I said I was going to eat it and I'm not. So I personally, a personal goal of mine is to not be wasteful and also to, to be mindful of, you know, I, I get to eat healthy. Like it's, it's something that I, I have a privilege of being able to do. And I think also, I feel that I need to, and I don't know how to say it best, but when you're dealing with passive aggressive people in your life, and I deal with that a lot because some of the ways that I love you, mom and dad, not like a bash, but you know, I dealt with, they were passive, they can be passive aggressive when it comes to even with the vegetables. You know, if I do start eating the Brussels sprouts that are boiled, if I like it and they're like, oh, thank goodness. Cause you know, you hated vegetables growing up. Cause Lord, I was just wondering when you were going to start liking vegetables. And then I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with weight. Finally, <laughs> she's losing the weight. Cause Lord, we were just wondering when that was going to happen. And you're like, <laughs> but the, I have to be able to own that if I choose to eat vegetables because I like it, or because it's a choice, I get the privilege of being able to eat those things mm-hmm. that your response, and I, I still get to be proud of me, mm-hmm. regardless of your response. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you, no matter how much you try to make it about you. Mm-hmm. Because I think that that was the way that they used to try to control because they wanted me to be healthy. You know, it, was, it wasn't from a place of wanting to hurt me, right. but the control piece, Aaron, that you said 
it makes me double down. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it because you're not going to get the satisfaction of telling me mm-hmm. that I did this and that finally mm-hmm. Andy saw the light <laughs> and is going to eat vegetables. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and it does go back to the control thing because it's like, well, I'm eating these vegetables now, but it's not because you told me to. It's right. not, I'm I'm doing it, but it's like, I, I like, and, and why does it matter? Like, I, I don't want someone else to get the credit for my healthy choices, but it's like, okay, you're my parent. Like, okay, maybe I should give you the credit for try, like trying to instill those values in me, even if I don't agree with the way that, that it was done. Yeah. I'm thinking about um, Paul, my nephew, he's going to be five uh, in another month, which is wow. mind blowing to me. <laughs> this child will not eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. He will eat some fruit. He will not eat any vegetables and it is a full on all out fight Mm -hmm. and it's 100% control. Mm -hmm. He's never even tasted the carrot. How do you know that the carrot doesn't taste good, right? Like all in this kid too, like, you know, people will say, well, you can hide it into their stuff, blend it up. This kid knows you cannot pull anything over on this child and it has to be his decision Mm. to do this. So how do you get a kid to decide that he's going to eat carrot? I get you, Paul. I get you, Paul. Yeah. Right. Right? And I'm like, I don't want to traumatize this child. Mm -hmm. I do not want to traumatize him and have it turn into, you know, frozen Brussels sprouts issue. (laughs) We've scared you into traumatizing him. Right. But at the same point, the child's digestive system and Ricky's and Candace's (laughs) need some vegetables to move through the colon. That's true. Have you all ever had, has you all tried the whole making him a part of creating the dish or yeah. you go, yeah, no. Um, how about you eat that? <laughs> no, no. How about you try some of the, I was like, no, I don't think so. I'll just play with my toys. You can play with that. <laughs> this kid yeah. is. He's sassy, but in a good, but, but not meaning to be, mm-hmm. I I'm literally watching this child being pure, unfettered, unharnessed Branham that needs to be tailored, but he will be, when he grows up a mover and a shaker and a person who's going to be in charge of delegating and directing, there's no doubt because he's doing it right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that many moved. words in his vocabulary, but the ones that he has, he's telling us what to do. And it's like, <sighs> Hold up a second, sir. I'm the adult here. I'm the adult here. Exactly. Can I ask you another question? Because, well, one, Candace, like I am, I've got two thoughts. I'm curious about Isaiah and how you're introducing fruits and vegetables to him when he does not want to try something. And then the other question that I had was, do you still, when you're by yourself and we've got complete fruit, food freedom, right? We can choose whatever we want to choose. Do you find yourself when you're by yourself and you get the choice, do you go choose something that you probably wouldn't eat in front of other people? So the question with Isaiah, um, he, from birth, we have been very, very big on making sure that he is introduced to a variety of fruits and vegetables. So he loves them. He just absolutely loves them. He, he, he is picky. He is not a picky baby. So we haven't had any struggles with him not really liking fruits or vegetables. So you're the struggle. I'm the struggle (laughs) (laughs) because 
I'm like, I don't know why he would want to eat that pea beet this. And he's like, oh, this is great. I told you guys, it eats better than everybody in the house. Um, so that's not a struggle. But if it were, I can understand. You know, like I said, I have empathy for my parents because you want the best for your children. And if Isaiah was struggling with that, it would be very difficult. And what you're saying with Paul, I know like legitimately we laugh about it, but you want to make sure that he can have the things that make him feel good. And he's mm-hmm. like, no. And I can see how that would be frustrating because you just want the best and you mm-hmm. don't know how to do it. So you're like, I got to be passive. This kid too, by the way, like he loves chicken nuggets and French fries, but he has very certain brands that he will eat and ones that he won't. <laughs> so you have and a bougie, fr- bougie nephew. <laughs> he, he gets the refrigerated chicken nuggets. Not the frozen chicken nuggets anymore. And it's refrigerated chicken nuggets in the shape of dinosaurs. Oh, We thought, okay, well, he likes fun shapes. So here are the Paw Patrol nuggets or, and I'm over Mm -hmm. here like trying to do like the organic chicken nuggets and things. (laughs) He's like, I don't want that mess. No, no. He knows. And they have to be microwaved, not baked. Like (laughs) (laughs) He knows what he wants. Like he he said. He, he will be able to tell you when he's older what he wants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So on this, the second part of the question, because I mean, I will admit that I, there are times when I'm by myself, I'm like, okay, what am I going to go eat? And I'm like, why is it that my thought becomes, what am I going to go eat? And what I need to do is change it in my head. The reality is, how am I going to sabotage myself? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's really what I'm saying when I do that. Mm-hmm. You just took the words out of my mouth. So so that's it. That's me. Mm-hmm. When I'm by myself, I I get excited about how to sabotage myself. <laughs> I mean, if I don't know how to say it better. Mm-hmm. And Ricky, I know that we've talked in our, you know, when we were talking before we've gotten on, you know, mm-hmm. about that, that's a, that's a challenge you've shared with me and Aaron. Yeah. And I think part of it is it goes back to the restricting while others are there. It's like, if I'm mm-hmm. restricting or I don't want, like, I want to eat chocolate, but I don't want others to see me eating chocolate or like, I want, we've talked about quantity before too. I want all of the cookies. (laughs) I don't want just two from the box. I want to eat the whole box, even if I know it'll make myself sick. It's, you know, I have, if I have in that moment, a compulsion, I'm not going to do that in front of someone. So I'm probably restricting what I'm eating while I am in front of people. Cause I know I'm going to eat that later when I am in private. So I think sometimes what I eat in private is dictated by my behavior in public. And isn't it also still going back to labeling things good or bad? Because mm-hmm. it's a, if it's something that you don't feel proud of eating, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going and saying, I'm going to get some boiled peas. You're <laughs> like, I'm going to go and get that pizza or that sub or mm-hmm. that cupcake or that cake mm-hmm. because that's what I feel others judge me for eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I tell you guys something that I've noticed? Um since I've, since I've been working on the mindset and I've been working really hard on the consistency, like we all have, I have noticed that my desire to do that has started to drop. And also my desire for those kinds of foods is also starting to sit. It's not quite as upfront as it was because I felt like it was like an everyday 
battle of like, okay, what can I eat? What can I eat? What can I eat? Kind of a thing. Right. And then even as I was making the, making the progress into, okay, consistency, I, since I've been focusing more on having fresh fruit and vegetables and and really getting my water in, like it used to be, okay, I'm going to five guys and I'm doing the whole shebang. And it was like, do I want five guys? No, I don't really want five guys. I think I'd rather have, I'd rather have kava and have Mm -hmm. the salad. Like I want the freshness Mm -hmm. that's in it, which is kind of interesting to me that my brain is starting, which I'm really glad that my brain is starting to do the shift, but I am seeing a direct correlation between drinking water and eating the fruits and the vegetables. It's finally starting to, that's finally starting to kind of come, come back where those things aren't as attractive anymore. It's not to say that they're not still there, but it's not as like in my face as it was. I will tell you that maybe I felt that way more now that I've been focusing on eating breakfast, which is really weird because I think the way I start my day has been directly related to the decisions I make later and what's attractive. Because if I already feel like I started the day on the wrong foot, then I'm like, oh, let's go. I'm going to just do whatever. But if I feel like I really started off the day making intentional choices that make me feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes me more incentivized to want to continue doing that. And so the the cake isn't as appetizing mm-hmm. or the chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, last night, I will tell you that I made, I did make a conscious decision and I waited out and tried to decide what I want, but I really wanted, I wanted cake. I mm-hmm. wanted some kind of a dessert. Haven't had a dessert. There's nothing sweet in my house that I can eat. And so, you know, with this week being tracking well, and I went, you know what, I am going to make cornbread, (laughs) (laughs) kind of crazy, but I was like, I don't want cake with all the icing, but I still want something cake like, and I'm like, I really like the cornbread I make. I'm going to make cornbread and I put a little bit of butter and a little (laughs) bit of jam on it. And I was so happy. (laughs) And I know I, because I've already put it through the recipe builder. I know that one twelfth of the cornbread is six points. And I had two pieces of cornbread. Like it wasn't like I just went and did one little 12. Like I know I'm going to do two pieces and I'm going to put the butter on jam and jam on it. And I've, I've, but the difference was instead of me feeling overwhelmed by the decision and being buried by the decision, it was an active decision, a conscious and I'm tracking it decision, which took all it it took all the sting out of it and it Mm -hmm. took all of the feelings of failure Mm -hmm. out of it. And like, it was controlling me and it was in a place where I was controlling it. And that like, when I've talked about food freedom, like that feels like food freedom. Mm -hmm. It should. Cause that's, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's awesome. Erin. Yeah. You should be proud because you took something that could have been an extreme. Yeah. You could, it could have been, it could have been that you went there and did the 23, piece and point slice of cake. And you said, I'm going to do what I really want. I mean, I just want a little bit of something. And I think that's what we're all trying to get to because you could have had the cake and it would have been fine. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest piece that it would have been fine for you to have the cake, but you chose to do something that fit a little more in line with your budget Mm -hmm. and made you feel good. It still made me feel happy. And you didn't restrict yourself too much either. You said, okay, I'm not going to eat five pieces of it, but I don't have to just have one. I can have two, track it, move on. Yep. Bravo, star. If that's why I'm up four pounds today, though, I'm going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm serious. I can't wait to weigh in tomorrow to see it. Maybe my scale needs new batteries. I don't know. <laughs> now she's going to blame Saturday weight. She's like, well, it's Saturday. That's why the scale's up. Fine excuse. Um, okay. So for next week, let's do, we haven't done this in a little bit, but how about we do some goal set for, for next week? I want to continue with my, my morning routine. And I want to add one more thing, which is to celebrate myself after I do it and make the Bravo celebration a daily thing and not just a once a week thing. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I want to focus on, I, I, did this a few weeks ago, but I want to refocus on the water. Cause I think that is at the core of some of my like snack time is- issues and like desires for snacks. I think if I'm properly hydrated, I wouldn't feel it as much as hunger. Cause it's like, oh, well, I just had lunch. Am I really hungry? I'm probably thirsty. Um, so I think that will kind of help me with some of my snacking issues. So my goal is to track my water and to have um, the recommended amount. Hey, Ricky, with your snacking issue that you're, that you feel like you've got right now, mm-hmm. would it help to have some prepared snacks? Mm-hmm. I I do. <laughs> I have an apple in my lunch bag from yesterday that I did not eat and I had uh, some chips instead. So that was the, the chips I was talking about. So I think my issue is the desire for a certain type of thing that I'm probably like, if I was truly hungry at that time when I ate those chips, I'd Mm-hmm. probably would have eaten the apple. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm pretty good about packing a good amount of snacks. It's a matter of the discipline to say, okay. you know, and, and the intuition of being like, okay, I'm going to think about this before. So maybe that's another mm-hmm. thing too, like thinking about what I'm going to have beforehand and tracking it. Cause like, okay, yeah, I could have had the chips. Like, let's not say that that was a bad choice, but tracking, not tracking them was, you know, not helpful. Or like we've talked before, what if, what if like the chips, like, you know, we all go through those modes where we're like, okay, right now, the only thing that's going to scratch this itch is chips. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's pretty admirable that you've got like, you know, the snack size bag of chips. Cause I, for me, the snack size is the full bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if it is like, you're just maybe pick three days this week and you've pre-tracked the snack bag of chips Right. And it sometimes it takes it out of that forbidden care category mm-hmm. in our mind. We're like, I can't have this. And then you have it. And then like, ah, but now you've already, you've, you, you know what Monday, Wednesday and Friday, you're going to have that snack bag of chips and mm-hmm. it's already in, it's done. And it's a part of, it's part of the day. And you mm-hmm. can maybe eat it with a little bit more freedom of mind. Mm-hmm. And maybe you eat, maybe you eat these, the chips and the apple together mm-hmm. Because you want to eat the salty and maybe a little bit of sweet. And I think also tying it into what we talked about, the apple, for me too, thinking of it, the apple isn't punishment. You know, the apple isn't like, oh, I have to eat something healthy. I have to eat an apple, you Mm -hmm. know, because you like apples, you know, and it's okay and you get to eat them, you know, so that you like the chips too, but you do like apples. And that's, that's not, it's not punishment to Mm -hmm. have to eat the apple instead of the chips. Mm-hmm. You, can eat them both. you can yeah. eat them both because that was a zero <laughs> point on every single plan. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. For me this week, um, it was kind of a rest week for me where I didn't do, I really didn't do my bike or because of the rain that we had in the Baltimore, Washington area, didn't really do any walking either, even though I have a treadmill in the basement. So there's really no excuse for me to not have done 
a little bit more activity. So this week I'm going to look at doing more activity. I'm going to make sure that that happens because I actually miss that routine. I really miss it. Um, and my water and I've got a, I've got a plan. I got to plan a meal this week. So I have food to grab and go. Cause it was a little shotgun. I kept it within my points, but it was a little shotgun and I'd like to be less shotgun this week. And the only way to be less shotgun is to dang, do it. <laughs> Just do it, Aaron. Just do like it. Nike. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for today's real WW talk. We will hopefully see you in the week inside of the real WW talk Facebook group, which has been a great source of encouragement and community for me. I think for you ladies, Yes. as well, right? Yes, I very love much. it. Very much so. And, and I just want to say to all the mothers, happy Mother's Day. Happy yes. Tomorrow's Mother's happy, Day. Happy first Mother's Day to you. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> My first. <laughs> so beautiful. Yes. Have a great week on plan and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.